Well, uh, this morning, um, I have a pretty good topic. I wanted to talk to you about um, soul food. Uh, and I have, you know, a, a confession to make. When I was growing up, uh, you know, soul food was something that, uh, in the schools I was attending, I was a little embarrassed to talk about what I was having back at my house. You know, everybody else was eating mac and cheese and steak and mashed potatoes, but at my house, we were having fried chicken and collard greens and hot water cornbread that some of y'all don't know about. Y'all don't know about hot water cornbread. You gotta be from the South to know about the hot water cornbread. I'm not talking about regular cornbread. See, hot water cornbread, you can't reheat. And you gotta sop up the juice in your greens with the hot water cornbread. And it's best to do it after it's fried right when the food is ready to go. Hot water cornbread. But I want to expand what we think of as soul food today as well, too. Because see, now that I'm older and now that I'm not ashamed to talk about the fact that I like some oxtails. And that I like Maddie's catfish over on the east side of town. She puts something special in her batter. I don't know what it is, but it's something special in that batter. I also want to expand this because there's some other food that I think is soul food. It is not right for us to not include guacamole. <laughs> it may be Mexican, but it is soul food. The same thing goes for queso. When Marcus and I moved to New York, uh, when I started seminary, we went into a Mexican restaurant and I asked, I asked for queso, and they brought me out a bowl of shredded cheese. <laughs> now I understand that queso is Tex-Mex, and Tex-Mex is not necessarily Mexican food. And I told them when they brought it out, I told them, I guess I said the devil is alive. <laughs> Like, I want to see the yellow funk from that grease 
soul food that will not expand your waste. I am the soul food that will not cause you to be sick because you've had too much grease. I am the soul food that will not give you heartburn. Jesus is trying to explain to them, you come all the way back out here expecting this miracle of me to feed you with more food, this material food, but I am saying to you that there is something beyond that. There is some real, true soul food. There is the bread of life, and that is what I am. That is who God is. This is what you should be seeking. Jesus is aware. They've come back out here for a hookup. Y'all know about a hookup. Y'all ain't gonna say it all. <laughs> they want Jesus to do what he did last time when he helped them to feel better, when he fed them and did what he needed to do. But Jesus is saying, yeah, I want to do that, but I also want a relationship. I also want a connection. I also want to be with you in relationship. Let me nurture your soul. Let me fill you up, as Jolie sang. Jesus says, I don't want to be your guilty pleasure trip to Popeye's. I don't want to be your guilty pleasure trip to Cain's. I don't want to be your guilty pleasure trip to Plus, some of y'all haven't had that. It's on Wayside. You can go during, you can go during the day, and preferably with somebody with a little bit more melanin in their skin. They just started taking credit cards this year, and their phone—they just turned it on a year and a half ago. They didn't have a phone either, and they have a mail. Just decide. <laughs> saying, I don't want to be your guilty pleasure. I don't, I, don't, I don't want you to just come to me when your world is topsy-turvy and you're hungry. I don't want you to just come to me when you're having problems in other relationships. I don't want you to just come to me asking me for me to fill you up when the world has depleted you. Jesus is saying, I want you to be with me all the time, in the good times and in the bad. Allow me to nourish you when you are on top so that you can withstand when you are on the bottom. Jesus is saying, that's the kind of soul food that I want to give you. That's the kind of soul food that I want to be for you. Jesus. This one who comes, and because of what he has done, and how he has fed these people, and how he has built community, it eventually leads him directly to the cross. Adam will eventually see that he was born to die. All of his actions to step in to try to nurture beyond just the material, but to nurture the spiritual, is what leads him on to the cross. Jesus. He who was born to die says, Come to me all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Jesus, he who was born to die says, Come to me, I'll be your shelter in the storm, your river in 
the weary land. Jesus, he who was born to die, says, I come that you might have life and have it to the fullest. Jesus, he who was born to die, says, I am the vine, and, and whoever is in me is in the Father. Jesus, he who was born to die, says, I am the way and the truth and the life, that I can nourish you, I can sustain you through your trouble. He who was born to die, says, I am the bread of life, the real soul. Can you get figures of that? You don't have to be guilty about consuming me. You don't have to be guilty about loving me. You don't have to be guilty about being with me. When everybody else has turned their back on you, when all of your nurturing relationships have fallen to the wayside, Jesus says, I am your soul food. I am your anchor. Abide in me now and always. Jesus, Cheryl says, Jesus, Cheryl, Cheryl, I'm going to get this right eventually. Cheryl, Jesus is saying, He is our soul food, our sustainer. We have a tough road to hope, but God will see us through it. Amen. Amen. In me in the ups. Abide with me when you're winning and when you are losing. Abide with me when you're full and when you're hungry. Jesus, the one, the only, the original, 